1: I did what I had to do.
0: Monday morning. Everybody knows what that means. It's a sharp tongue podcast with Jesse May. I'm getting to become a real pro at this. You guys got a little sing song right off the bat. My voice is a little groggy. Um, I don't know why. I think it might be allergies. I get allergies. I'm such a pussy. I can't handle life. Thistle weed, oak berry, and pollen. I'm a cat dander dust and dirty whore Al- allergic person. My name's Al allergic. Um, yeah, I'm here. It's Monday morning. I'm here for you guys. Every Monday, I'm going to be here for you for the rest of your lives. Ah. <laughs> it's so weird to sit here alone and do this and just entertain myself in my apartment with my two dogs. Jessie Mae, the single comic, and her two dogs, the fart-firing pit bull, and the am-I-gonna-die-today chihuahua. If you're not caught up, my chihuahua has heart disease, and every day could be his last. (laughs) God, that's so horrible. Isn't that so horrible? Every day I come in the house, and I'm like, Fozzie Bear, is today gonna be the day? And then I whisper in his ear, you can go. I'll be okay. Mommy's gonna get a new puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so horrible. I've had him for 10 years. 10 years I've had this dog. And now he's starting to kick the bucket so slowly. I'd almost rather he get hit by a car than this horrible, drawn out, I I don't know when he's gonna die situation. I don't want emails from all of you bastards that I'm an uh, animal abuser Because I said I'd rather he get hit by a car But you gotta understand This dog I've had for so long And every day he's just hacking up a lung And I don't know if he's gonna survive And then I pump him full of $600 worth of medication Is he a Chihuahua Or is it Anna Nicole Smith Who, who am I really Taking care of here Did she come back from the dead Five pounds As the size of her nipple In her later years I mean, I just, I, I can't handle this poor thing. I love him to death, and he just coughs all the time. And I just, uh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Carlin smells like death, and Fozzie is approaching death. There's a lot of death in this house, so I need a boyfriend. Um, Anybody? Any takers? I'll, I'm looking for like, I think like a fireman or a divorced college professor. Community college. Well, maybe university. But definitely divorced. He, somebody who's had their heart broken. Because I need somebody who's realistic. I need somebody who's already been beaten down by somebody else and has a little bit of vulnerability and humility about them. I'm, I'm about that life. So maybe a fireman. A serial killer? Charlie Manson. What's going on? I hear the wedding got called off. I'm your girl. Do you watch Girl Code in prison? <laughs> Are you a Girl Code fan? Charlie Manson? Can I call you Manson? Manson for short, um, I'm into a sensitive serial killer. What do you want from me, people? Every girl likes a little bit of danger. We don't want to know that all you do is bake cookies. You, you gotta also, you know, be good with your hands. Maybe strangle a bitch. That shows some power and mystery. I like mystery. (laughs) Oh man, I had a breakdown again with the dogs last week. Um, I came home after my gigs. I had gigs at the Hollywood Improv. And I came home and I, I usually crate Carlin. When I'm gone, I put Carlin in a crate. Just, you know, because it maintains some sort of level of control in the household. You can't have your dog running around, jumping on your couches, jumping on your bed thinking he owns it. So when I'm gone, Carlin goes in his crate and he likes it. He actually go. he's in there right now. I'm looking at him with the door open. He's laying in there in his own fart cloud right now. Pure bliss. So I got home from a gig, and he had peed in his crate, which is just really bizarre for a dog to do. Normally they don't pee where they sleep. And uh, I had a little breakdown. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be that time of the month. See, that's what happens. Women, like two days before it's going to be that time of the month, we have a breakdown about something really dumb. It just It's just like it's, it's the... the The the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. And that was the straw that broke my period back. I just started crying. And it was funny because Marcella Arguello is staying with me, who was on the podcast last week. She's here staying for a few nights. And she she walked in the kitchen and she just saw me huddled over Carlin's crate crying. she thought Fozzie had died she's like oh my god oh my god is it Fozzie is it Fozzie and I'm like no Carlin peed in his crate (laughs) I can't handle life I can't handle life and I'm like why why did he pee in his crate you know I walk him every morning for like an hour and a half and I walk him three times a day and it's like what more can I give to this dog what more does he need He's got to pee in his crate. And I was so angry at him. You know, I, I just was angry and upset. And then I thought to myself, is he just peeing in his crate? Who cares? I've wet my bed four times in this past year. That's right. I'll be a grown-ass woman and admit it. I've pissed the bed four times. All of them were sober. Even worse. he's just He just had a bad night. Everyone has a bad night. Sometimes you wet the bed. Sometimes you have a dream where you're peeing, and it becomes a reality. <laughs> I hate that, man. I've had a couple times where I was just sick, and maybe I had, like, medicine. I don't know. Maybe I took, like, Tylenol, uh, the, the NyQuil, help you catch your Zs. Yeah, help. it should say, help you catch your Zs and your Ps, because you're going to wet the bed if you take this medicine. Help your mattress catch your Ps. I I took some drowsy NyQuil and I had a dream I was peeing and you know a lot of my dreams come true and that dream came true four times last year so I related to my dog I got down on his level I was like you know what Carlin you just had a bad night you just let it go and you peed and then I realized it wasn't Carlin who peed it was Fozzie that little five pound Mexican asshole went into Carlin's crate and he peed Because then he also peed in the living room. And then, you know, I've got wee-wee pads for him. Those aren't good enough. No, I'm going to pee all over your house. I'm going to light up your house like the 4th of July. Does anyone want to come over for dinner? (laughs) And I can't be mad at Fozzie for peeing because he's a senile, sickly man on medication. So I'm stuck. I'm I'm laying in the bed that I made and it's full of piss. What am I going to do? Oh, God. And uh, something funny happened. Uh, Now I think it was a joke, but I I don't know if you guys remember last week I was talking about my neighbors who have lions. Ceramic or, or like stone lions on the outside of their apartment door in the communal hallway. In the apartment hallway, these people have two lions on either side of their door like it's the goddamn Taj Mahal. I mean, it's just apartment 208. This isn't... A casino in Las Vegas. Everybody calmed down with the statues outside of their door. So I took a picture of it, and I put it on Twitter, and someone responded, a woman responded, said, was that meant to be funny? And all I said with the, with the Twitter picture, I said, my, my neighbors aren't fucking around, which honestly, when you walk by a house, I mean, if you walk by a house and they have statues, you're like, okay, that makes sense. When you walk by an apartment doorway, and they have statues, in your mind, I thought, They aren't fucking around. I mean, I don't even know what to expect when I walk into that apartment. It better be redone. It better look like the inside of the outside of Hawaii when I walk in there. (laughs) I better open those doors and Honolulu is on the other side if you've got ceramic lions in your apartment hallway. So I tweeted a photo and I said, my neighbors aren't fucking around. And someone responded, was that meant to be funny? And I responded to her, "Um, I'm sorry, did you not see the lions, the photo of the lions. And then I said, wait, is this my neighbor? And she said, yeah, I'm the one with the little Hummer with the eye break for pier one bumper sticker. So then I freaked out thinking that my neighbor f- saw the photo that I posted and, and now she's going to be pissed that I'm making fun of her lions When I really wasn't making fun of her lions. I was just saying these people aren't fucking around. And now I don't think it's her. I think they were just messing around, but I, I'm I'm still not sure. So if this is my neighbor listening, yeah, you're not fucking around with the lions. And I'm about to put a llama statue in the front of my doorway, and we can have a zoo in the hallway. How about that? <laughs> oh, God. It's just, it's so weird having neighbors, man. There's been dog shit in the hallway here. What kind of barbarians do they let into this apartment building? And what kind of bi- barbarians don't pick up after their dogs? At least my dogs piss in their beds and not in the hallways. God, you have to deal with neighbor shit all the time. When I was living in New York, I had crazy neighbors. I was living in the hood. I was living in Spanish Harlem. I was on 138th and Lenox. And if anybody knows anything about New York, five years ago, 138th and Lenox was no place for a blonde white chick to be living alone on a first floor apartment. And I lived there. And the first week I moved there, I I was like, sexually assaulted but not by anybody in person my neighbors a couple different guys were slipping things under my door because I was the only white girl that lived in the building and they were slipping things under my door one of which was a Wendy's application that was filled out um and instead of in the skill department instead of like I know how to flip burgers I can clean tables it said I know how to go down on a chick and I can eat that you know puss I don't mean to say that. I'm sorry mom if you're listening, but I'm just relaying to what was said on the po- on on the on the letter that was left under my door. The Wendy's application. I know how to go down on a bitch in the skill department. Had nothing to do with Wendy's. I realize this person found a very creative way to to flirt with a girl. <laughs> I thought that was so funny that he filled out a Wendy's application with sexual innuendos everywhere. Like the name was like you know, daddy do you from behind instead of like his real name and the height was like eight inches. That was the height of his durk. Um, and then somebody actually put a dental dam under my door one time, same apartment building. I'm assuming a different person. Cause it's a much different approach. It's a little bit more in your face. Literally <laughs> dental dam. Nobody probably knows what that is. Nobody uses them really. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a contraceptive, for safe sex when a guy goes down on a girl to put over the lady parts so that you don't get a sexually transmitted disease. And it's actually a very smart approach to having casual sex with the person because you never know what somebody's got. But the the word dental dam makes it sound like you're protecting your mouth from a flood, which essentially you kind of are. But um, we're not talking about the Hoover Dam here. We're talking about something really different. That, a grape-flavored. They were flavored as well. A grape-flavored dental dam was slid under my door at one time. 138th and Lennox. You guys should check and see if, they're, uh, if they have any vacancies. Move right in. You won't be lonely for long. <laughs> and then I moved. I'm in, I'm in a Marina Del Rey now. And I live near a place that does turtle racing. I drove by and I saw this place, Brennan's, has turtle racing. Which sounds hilarious and amazing, and I want to know if I can bring my own turtle because I want, you know, if they're doing turtle racing, I don't want to use any of their old ass bent around the block turtles. I want a fresh turtle. I want to bring my sea biscuit turtle who comes in and like all the other turtles are like, who's this? Who's this young pup trying to show up at our track? What do you think of this little young bastard? And I got this like turtle. He's got biceps and abs and he's like, what? What's up? What you guys need. I'm about to race right now, fool. I'm about to race you. I want to bring my own turtle. So I think uh Fozzie and Carlin are gonna have a sister or brother turtle. That's crazy. Turtle racing? What is wrong with people? You know that's some real white people shit. That's some that's some drunk white person stuff. Like, yo, let's let's just get drunk. Like I'm sick of flip cop. Let's race turtles. <laughs> I can't even imagine what is going on over there. PETA, PETA, you better check this out. My peeps at PETA. Go check out the turtle racing at Brennan's and make sure that they're they're treating those turtles right. I doubt those turtles have gotten together and created a union for themselves. Man. Oh, it was so cool. I was at brunch um a couple days ago with Marcella and I went to this really great place called Jay Nichols. I think it's Jay Nichols Kitchen. I don't know what it's called. It's delicious though. And Action Bronson was there, who I'm a big fan of. He's a rapper, a chef-turned-rapper, big dude with a ginger beard. Um, If you guys don't know him, you should check out his music if you're into rap music, real rap music. I met him. uh, He was walking out, and I was like – I totally geeked out. Some people make me geek out. Like, I'm a huge hip-hop and rap fan, Uh, real hip-hop and rap, back-in-the-day stuff. I love 90s hip-hop, 90s rap. Uh, But he walked by and I was like, excuse me, I'm a really big fan of your music, sir. I just like, where did that come from? What just happened? I just blacked out and turned into a a nerd. But he was very sweet. Um, Oh, shows. I should let you know about shows coming up. I'm going to be at Levity Live April 24th, 25th, and 26th, I believe. Let's see if I have that right. 24th. 25th next weekend. When what is next weekend? Yes, 24th, 25th, 26th. That's when I'm gonna be in Levity Live, West Nyack, at the Palisades Mall, with Marcella Arguello, my boy Marty Carpoli. Um, I always make fun of his last name. I call him Crapoli. Uh, I don't even know what his real last name is anymore. I'm sorry, Marty. You're just gonna have to take on the name that I've given you. Those guys are going to open for me. It's going to be amazing. Um, at Levity Live, please come and see the show, jessimay.com for tickets. And then I'm going to be at the weekend after that, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'm going to be at the Improv in Kansas City, Missouri. So come check that out, Jesse May Peluso, or jessimay.com. I don't even know my own website. See, Marty, you can't be mad at me for not being able to pronounce your last name. I don't even know my own website. Okay. Um. So you just have to deal with it. Just, just, just fucking deal with it. Marty and I—I've known Marty for a long time, and uh, one time I made him do a drunken swan dive into a bunch of grass. And he didn't even know what was underneath the grass, but this is how much he trusts me. Car- car- pro- car- pro- oh Carponi? Caproni. Marty Caproni. Yes. That's, your, that's his last name. I call him Crapoli for obvious reasons. He trusted me and just did a swan dive into grass that he couldn't see what was there. He, he just ran out and took a dive, and that's a real friend. So he'll be with me at Levity Live. Marcelo will be with me at Levity Live. Maybe some other people. We don't know. I've got t-shirts now that I'm selling that are fun. Um, so uh, you guys can wear those when you go to sleep. And think of me when you're p- pissing your bed. <laughs> oh my god. What a hot mess I am. I can't believe I've just admitted I wet the bed. Um, butthole bleach update number three. It's starting to get a little lighter, guys. I have to admit. it's It's actually starting to change me physically and emotionally. I'm feeling a little bit more expensive. I'm feeling a little bit more classy. Um, So I'm no longer accepting lunch dates. It's dinner and drinks only because I've got a pretty butthole. Um, And I also have, I, I told you I had a tooth ripped out of my face. You guys have seen the photos of it. It looks like a dinosaur fossil that the dentist took out of my face. She didn't sew me up properly. And now I have a hole in my head. I have there's a bunch of strawberry seeds up there right now that won't come out. Because I don't think she sewed me up properly and now there's a giant a ginormous gaping hole inside of my mouth. Now I have like two gaping holes within close proximity of each other. This is ridiculous. Where where did I where did I find this lady? She didn't sew me up properly. You would have thought I would have gotten this done in an alleyway for five dollars. I've got a half a sandwich stuck inside the hole right now. What a pain in the ass. Um, speaking of gaping holes, on this week's episode, I interviewed one of my favorite gaping holes, the legendary Dom Irera, who is a stand-up comic who's been around for quite some time and is still killing it and still touring and doing his damn thing. Um, if you don't know Dom Irera, I urge you to check him out. He's a uh, very funny Italian dude from Philly. Him and I met uh, through our mutual agent. Um, our, we, we both are represented by the same person, and he suggested that we meet, and I met Dom, and he does a podcast out of the Laugh Factory, and he had me on his podcast. And when he opened the door, he went to shake my hand, and I hugged him. You know, I'm a Paisan, too. I'm Italian. I I grabbed him. I was like, get over here, you bastard. I called him a bastard, and we we hugged. And, uh, you know, we just bonded right away. He's become one of my closest comedy friends. We call each other when we're on the road and lonely. (laughs) Because a lot of times, you know, I'm not always lucky. I don't always get to bring, like, Marcella with me all over the country. Usually it's just the West Coast dates that I do that she hops on. But sometimes I'm stuck in, you know, places like Missouri, and I'm alone. I don't have an opener with me, so... Him and I will call each other at like three o'clock in the morning and be like, "What are you doing? What's going on? What where? What dominoes did you just order from?" Because there's nothing else open in the town that you're in. So it's nice just to have somebody to bond with on that level. He's uh, sort of taking me under his wing because he's been doing it much longer than I have. He's my my dad loved his comedy when I was growing up. I remember his comedy when I was growing up. Um, he's just a a ball of sweet sweetness and he's funny and him and I have a really sick sense of humor uh you'll hear the voicemail that he leaves me at the end of this podcast we just are sick we're sick in the head and it's almost like when we get together we're more sick in the head because there's that it feels just very freeing it feels very um uh just kind of rebellious to be able to talk like this to somebody. But then the same breath, they don't get offended, so you almost push it even further because you know it takes that much more to get them to react. So it's just kind of funny. Him and I, we talk about balls and vaginas all the time. We're children. We're, we're two children. Um, and we, we met at one of his favorite restaurants to do the podcast. And I just, I'm kind of really liking the little ambient noises. You guys... Have mentioned that you could hear a little bit from the last podcast. I like it. I like that it sounds like there's an actual atmosphere. Maybe I'll do one on a in a grocery store next time in the produce department. Just to hear a bunch of old ladies yelling about kumquats. Um, but yeah, Dom is is one of my boys, and I'm so excited that he was able to sit down with me and chat for a while. We're actually eating dinner together during our interview, which is really adorable. Two guineas enjoying, you know, little sambuca. You want some tiramisu? Uh, yeah. Give me a little, give me some sambuca. Literally, we had tiramisu and sambuca. We couldn't have been any more Italian in this moment together. I hope you enjoy the interview with Don. I Prego, grazie. So you got the pink microphone. I saw that. You're a pro at podcasting. You know right where to put the mic.
1: I'm a pro at all, everything, babe. Are you? <laughs> kidding me.
0: What what do you do besides stand up?
1: Uh, I do ballroom dancing. <laughs> I I Shut d- the I, fuck I play up. leapfrog with my friends. <laughs> I uh well, I live a lot through my uh, my legs and especially my calf muscles. <laughs> so I express myself. Can you so, really ballroom dance? No. I hate dancing. I hate dancing. I hate straight guys dancing. I'm serious. and I Do hate when really? they smile. I hate they smile when they're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> anno- what? I don't know. It, it annoys me. Is this the podcast? <laughs> All right,
0: yeah, yeah. This is a you uh, hating straight... You actually hate Fred Astaire. You hate Fred Astaire. No,
1: that's different. Fred Astaire. Those guys... They, 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 it's a different era. I know. See, and I say could Fred Astaire. You walk up the walls and shit.
0: Yeah, that no one's going to know.
1: Yeah. I, sh- I should tell you something... I know we started already, but I consider this a date.
0: This is a date? Yes, I consider a date. this a
1: date, too. I want you to know this is a date. We're hanging out. I we happen to be recording our date.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can make this our date, our podcast date.
1: And we're already not sleeping together at the end of the night. Once again, <laughs> I get screwed. <laughs> or I, you don't get screwed. I don't get screwed.
0: You, you don't get screwed by not getting screwed. You get screwed by not getting screwed. Yeah. I showered for this. I see that. You I didn't know. wash my hair, though.
1: Yeah, but you look much cleaner than you did the last time. <laughs> <laughs> a, what's the word, gamey? You I were a looked little, gamey? No, you were a little gamey. Was I? Yeah. I'm so sorry I sat next to you. <laughs> <Whoa>. A katana. Whoa. Stang a stanga
0: Your twat <laughs> smell like a <laughs> fish. <laughs>
1: hey, that's, you got a, what's that, your Italian grandfather? <laughs>
0: yeah, my dad said twat. Now, we,
1: let me ask you this. Can I call you anything besides Jesse May?
0: Call me whatever. I don't care. Why what you, do, what do you want to so, call me?
1: my man no, but it's, <laughs> it's just it's too long
0: it's, it's a lot of syllables
1: and your whole name you know people ask me about you and I tell them cause, you know I love you I think you're terrific and I don't want to get Sammy Maudlin on you <laughs> but I, I just uh, it's like I, like somebody said uh, they said hey oh, hey Dominic John Joseph
0: Dominic like, John Joseph
1: yeah that's my name that's
0: your whole name Dominic John like Joseph
1: I, I, I know
0: you're a pope That well you would be a perfect pope because of all the sinning that you do
1: Actually, yeah, I, I I'm in. Pro- if I died right now, I'd go to hell.
0: You think? Do you think hell is real? Do you, are you religious?
1: Have you ever been married? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's real, baby.
0: <laughs> I'm never gonna get married.
1: I'm t- well, first of all, you don't know that. Don't say that. I don't I'll, know what it's like to be in love.
0: How many marriages have you had?
1: One, but I've been literally, li- you know, almost mar- I mean, married. Kind of with four.
0: So, plus, you were engaged? Plus, 14? a dancer
1: who was uh, married.
0: That stripper tells, strippers tell guys that all the time that they love you. That's not real love, Dom.
1: No, actually, it was, it was an amazing story. You want to hear the story? I
0: do want to hear the story.
1: Okay. Uh, was a, already, I set too much pressure on it. Like, <laughs> this is the funniest thing you'll ever hear. You <laughs> didn't Lady, say the, that? No, you said it's an no, amazing story. Fasten your seatbelt <laughs> for this one.
0: Fasten your seatbelt. I
1: had a guy say that one time in Miami when I was coming up. He goes, Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your headliner? And they go, yeah. And he goes, he's not coming up for that. I'm thinking, yes, I am. I I'm hate when they up. do that, oh, I I We'll that. come
0: up with one whistle. It's I'm fine.
1: Come, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, fasten your seatbelts, folks. He's going to take it for a ride." I'm thinking, no. Jesus. Oh, yeah.
0: That's horrible. I would be like, you know, I'm not going to come up the stage to that.
1: I know. So here's the story. Tell me yeah, the story. Um, I, go, I was working in Atlantic City. And I'm a much bigger act on the East Coast than I am here. Like, I I couldn't sell out a casino in Vegas, but I can sell at a casino in Lake City. So it's a different world for me. You know what I mean? And you know what it's like. You know what it's like being recognized and not recognized. Yeah, it's like your
0: demographics are in different areas. Yeah,
1: and so I was in this place called the Irish Pub, which I love, and I was tired of talking. But I didn't want to be rude to people who were being nice to me.
0: Was this after your set? After my show. Yeah, you're, you're exhausted. You don't I'm want to
1: talk. I'm exhausted, and I don't want to like, f- be ungrateful or rude. So I thought, you know, I'll just go down the street. There's a couple strip clubs, and who gives a fuck about me at a strip club? The guys are looking at the girls, you know. <laughs> so I met the. Uh, I, I go sit down, and the bartender right away, she's beautiful, redhead with blue eyes and just gorgeous, great, great body, and she knew me. So I thought, ah, shows up. You know what I mean? Like, you, sometimes you don't want to get recognized. And, but she was funny. And I, I don't know where I got the balls to do this. I said, hey, listen, why don't we go get a drink? Right? You said I, that? I said, Were what you we sober? Get, why, yes. But why don't we go get a drink? We're already at a bar. <laughs> well, you <laughs> meant like a real drink,
0: not one that smells like <laughs> semen. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a patron. <laughs> and so she says, let me ask the manager. Right? So she goes up there. And she says, yeah, he said, it's okay. we got like two hours. Right?
0: She had a two-hour break?
1: Yeah, two hours, hour and a half, two hours. You know, by the time we took the cab to, I was working at uh, this place, the Brigada, I believe, at the time. But I'm at the same, the uh, Tropicana now. In case this, in case you need a plug, (laughs) and it's Memorial Day, so get your tickets now. (laughs) Uh, Be patient, folks. But anyway, (laughs) so she comes out with me, and we, it was like I was like like 16 years old. I was like we're making out. How
0: no? How old were you really?
1: No, I was, I was. It was only a couple years ago.
0: Holy shit!
1: Yeah, I was. I was five years ago. And how old was she? Oh, uh, you know. Twenties. Late twenties, yeah.
0: Damn, to be a guy, to I be know, a uh-huh. fucking man in this society, in this world in general. Well, especially
1: if you have a couple bucks and. Yeah,
0: so, and you're funny and you're successful. It's like.
1: Yeah.
0: So you, got, so we you got guys, we get a
1: lot of cock. Oh no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, mean. well,
0: Freudian slip. Whoops. In your asshole, I
1: said <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a slip. That was on purpose, <laughs> right? That took us.
0: I love the word "took us." Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to put that on a shirt. I want to put that on a shirt and give it to you. Ooh,
1: ouch! My took us. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we go to uh, the casino and we're having a great time. She comes up to my room. We didn't do anything. We made out a little, but like kids, and so we we kept in touch. We got to get her back to work. And she tells me that she has one kid, and uh, her husband left her. She's a mother supporting one kid, and Jeez. her husband left her. But now later, later, after I fall in love with her, <laughs> <believe it laughs> that
0: night, right? Was it that n- night? No, that you fell no, no, no. How long were you guys staying in touch for? That well, we
1: just stayed in touch, and I, you know, I, I was down the Jersey Shore, where, you know, from Philly, and I started seeing her a little. And she told me she, you know, like I said, one kid, uh, divorced really she had two kids and was married. Oh. <laughs>
0: right? That's the stripper story, man. Yeah.
1: So anyway, um, They
0: always they they, ha- they lived double lives.
1: Yeah. But She w-
0: told you that outright? She just said that to your face?
1: Yeah, she walked me down the street like walked, like she, like I'm a dog and she uh, <laughs> <laughs> here I will walk you over here. And uh but in that while like the the idea that like First of all, how stupid was I? Who gets off work for a couple hours in the middle of their shift? And you know why? She came with me. Why? Because they call they called me a mark. But a mark is? You know, what a mark is.
0: I mean, I've no, I banged a couple marks. That's the only. No, mark No, no, I not know. that kind
1: of mark. <laughs> a mark lit- is literally a guy who they think has some money. Say, like I, I'm I'm gambling, and like I'm I'm a, I'm an Italian guy. They figure he must gamble pretty high. And I, you know, I'm gambling thousand dollars, and I give her like three or four hundred. Here, baby, play right. a little. That's what they thought I was, but they didn't know that I don't gamble. You know, I mean, I, I I'll gamble a little, but not uh, like sports gambling. Yeah, anyway, you're not, you don't so have a degenerate they, problem. They blew it is for her and her husband. But the fact is, now we're falling in love. I mean, we had so, it was so much fun. You know, I was just coming off a, a really serious relationship that, uh, you know, didn't work out. Uh, because of my hobby, other women, ooh, oh, <laughs> ooh, Is
0: this thing all... Your horny hobby. <laughs> yeah, my horny hobby.
1: I wish I had no jizz left. I really do. <laughs> I really. I would, like, I would like to know what it feels like not to be driven by that.
0: Just to be barren in your balls?
1: Can you reach under the table and stroke <laughs> my car? How
0: did you guys break up?
1: We broke up on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. We did. I mean, it was like it got violent. And I never hit anybody before, but I only hit her... When she poked me in the eye, <laughs> sounds like
0: now. a Three Stooges <laughs> episode. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it got you know. I think she's doing well now. She's sober now. She, she's
0: she doing. doing well after you kicked her down the stairs.
1: <laughs> no, I never. I mean, I only punched. I never punched her in the face. I'm proud to say, but I hit her back when she hit me in the eye.
0: You know, that's the thing about girls, like. A lot of women think because they're women, if they hit a guy, I'm not I'm not condoning or promoting domestic abuse by any means because men usually are stronger than women, and it's I am, a I'm pussy on the domestic
1: abuse <laughs> promotion are you on, program. Are
0: you, on the, are you a lobbyist <laughs> yes. for Punching Bitches? <laughs> Punching Bitches 2015, that's going to be your campaign? Yeah, baby. But I, I do think women need to realize when they provoke a man that some of them will punch you back. There's just well, a possibility. Especially if you punch them. Especially if you punch him, especially nah. if they're an NFL player.
1: Yeah, well, that's all they do is violent stuff, and then you, you, s- you spit do. on them, right?
0: Are you crazy?
1: It was a beautiful punch, though, wasn't it? It was
0: a nice knock. It was a solid. Ooh, he he, he should have been a boxer. He used his hips. Yeah, he got he right swiveled. in there. He was like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, he chose the wrong career. Are you a, are you a monogamous person? Like, do you, or do you date a lot of people? Like, when you were with the stripper, was she the only girl? I mean, she was ma- uh, m- married.
1: You know, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not a dater. I, I, I'd rather be with you, who I know I'm not going to fuck
0: me specifically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you specifically. I'd
1: rather be with you, hanging out and having fun, than be with somebody who bored me until we got to bed.
0: Bored to bed. That's a good. That should be your DVD. Yeah.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> you know.
0: But do you think? So you were married before, don't you think? Like, we're do you trip. think? I think monogamy is difficult.
1: It's very difficult, especially if you're a comedian and you go to different places and you somehow rationalize that, you know, once the plane reaches a cruising attitude, you're single again. (laughs) Is that your... How you doing?
0: You're like, oh, 20,000 feet? Hey, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) You want to stick your finger in my butt in that tiny bathroom? Uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know.
1: Well, I, I think it's certainly possible, but it's very difficult. My cousin Johnny once said to me, he used to work for the post office, he goes, he te- goes, what temptation do I have? He goes, you got these beautiful girls, the waitresses at your clubs. Uh, and he goes, what do I got? A nasty snapper walking by my couch. <laughs> thinking I don't even know, you know, like when I'm taking a nap. I don't see anybody.
0: Cousin Johnny at the post office? Yeah. What's he got, angry Asian women that <laughs> want to mail stuff overseas? Right. <laughs> There's are the most angry people at post offices. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just think like, it's, like guy. It's different for you guys, though. Male comics. We were talking about that before. You guys clean house.
1: Well, you know, like I said, you know, before we were doing the show, you have to worry about some drunken guy coming in. I mean, you don't. You never stay at condos, right?
0: No, I, I don't do the con- the comedy no, you, condos. You, you shouldn't. I do hotels because I don't trust that. Like, you're, is there a guy in the you're closet? You're too condo
1: hot. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you stay in a condo if I had any say because. It you just never know. You it, never there's know. there's some creepy little fuck, you know. And it, yeah,
0: and it's it, like other people have stayed there. There's like oh, yeah, butt there's, juice and the drapes. You, you the, male comics are gross. Other male comics have stayed there. Like, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. You guys of, are running trains on the waitresses.
1: A lot of dried out jizz.
0: <laughs> dried out jizz is actually a nice seasoning. Yes, it is. I, I a, use it for...
1: It gets very flaky. <laughs> I like to peel it off my stomach put it in my <laughs> pasta. <laughs>
0: All the children I didn't have.
1: <laughs> Look at them running around, scrambling <laughs> for attention.
0: Yeah, it's different for a girl comic. Like, I'm not I'm not just looking to bang dudes after a show. It's like, I want somebody to snuggle and make me, like, you know, let's watch a movie. Me write me material. Yeah. Write me a better act. Write me a better, <laughs> <laughs> write me a better hour. <laughs> I don't want to, like, bang some some dude after I just did an hour. Ooh, there goes a burp see I'm to be single forever
1: what are you Howard Stern <laughs> no it's uh, it really is different I mean and uh, you know especially for like uh, at least you know at least you're good looking like that's an advantage there's some female comics that aren't and they really have it tough You know, <laughs> at least you can get like some ego attention if you want it
0: yeah but I don't I don't want that like I like you said before like because I of what I do it, the type of guy that I'm going to be with, I've decided, is either going to be an FBI agent or a CIA agent. What's this John Stamos thing? I love John Stamos. Do you know him? You know Saget, right?
1: Yeah, I've met him on the set when they used to do Full House.
0: Oh, you're just going to throw that out there and in my face and not expect me to get emotional? It was 20 years ago. Oh, you were just on the set of you Full were, House? It was 20 years ago. You were I was a zygote. <laughs> oh, you are just on the set of fucking Full House? Oh, well, yes.
1: And Saget and Coulier were friends of mine.
0: God, I just, I think it goes way back to, I, I literally had a poster on my wall of John Stamos that I kissed every night until I wore a hole in it. My mom made me take it down because she said sick. it was disgusting. <laughs> I actually okay, p- you just got done telling me that you had a menage of relationship with some stripper that broke up with you in the street after she kicked you in the balls.
1: I never said that. You made up this whole story. Okay, <laughs> She punched me in the eye. <laughs> And it wasn't on the street. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it was a boop, hotel. Boop, boop. <laughs> I told you stuff off the off the air that we can't discuss. Yeah,
0: we can't discuss that other stuff. That's juicy stuff. Really yeah. good. What? But you said you wanted to say when you met me.
1: Oh, what I was saying. What
0: I what when, when I met, met you.
1: It was so fucking funny because <laughs> I said, that, you know, my podcast, Dom Rivera Live from the Lab Factor, if I may.
0: Yes, of course. Please plug so, away.
1: Uh, I said, well, I need to get some funny women. He goes, I got the perfect one for you. You're going to love her. She's coming into town. They told me you know, we're on MTV. And he goes, so I, you know, I was being polite. I, <laughs> I you come, You're come, you coming in the back with Justin. I go to shake your hand. He you goes, shake it. Give, go, give me a hug, yes. you fucking hump. Or so, you call yeah. me a hump or a bastard. Or <laughs> I something. called you a
0: bastard. I said, give me a hug, you bastard. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I go, God, I'm going to like this girl. And then we're on stage, and I'm kind of feeling you yeah, out. And I say something about shooting a rocket out of your twat (laughs) and you go and then you let it go and then about a minute later you go did you say something about shooting a rocket out of my twat i go yeah she goes and you go i love this guy (laughs) i want to marry him
0: i honestly i was laughing so hard i had like tears (laughs) and he said shoot a rocket out of your twat (laughs) i think it's the most amazing very descriptive first of all (laughs) just the imagery is beautiful
1: Lips opening yeah, up. Yeah, and, and just like this. Boom.
0: I think a chrome rocket with like, I feel like there's like a little creature on the back of it. Maybe like a, a, beaver. a beaver. I was just going to say a beaver. <laughs> Hanging on to the back of it. I loved when we went to Katana.
1: Yeah, it's great, huh?
0: And uh, we started singing. Our version of the Star Spangled Banner, which is, I think, like the star's vulgar.
1: My cock up a (laughs) tree. So fucking ridiculous. Oh,
0: say, can't you see (laughs) my dick in your ass?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when you get those crying laughs, there's nothing (laughs) like that. And there was this group, remember the group of people? They're all around 80 years old or sitting (laughs) next to us. You know. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, we're could they hear vul-
0: us? Could they hear us? We were singing the Star vulgar Banner.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: my dick in your ear. <laughs> and then I couldn't even remember like the real Star Spangled Banner after that. I still can't. I <laughs> sing our version. <laughs> You've you left me a message <laughs> singing the the version. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to play it after I put this podcast together. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to put a recording of you singing the Star Spangled Banner into my phone. <laughs>
1: That was a great laugh. I love. It. There's nothing that replaces that kind of crying, <laughs> laughing.
0: I love that.
1: I mean, you can't. You can't make it up. It you happens can't. or it doesn't.
0: And it's like when you get rolling like that. It's it. It, it must release good stuff in your brain. Yeah. But it doesn't happen often. I'm it's weird. T- i
1: love to know. Uh, do you have the? Do you remember the words to it?
0: The star. The star. Cunt banner. Yeah. <laughs> The actual words?
1: Spark the star-spangled yeah, star- paint
0: By your tits, early light. <laughs> the bell sack you suck.
1: <laughs> so how is your father? <laughs>
0: <laughs> my dad loves you. When he comes here, I want you guys to hang oh, out. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. He's really... Uh, your sister's coming? My sister's coming, too, yeah. We're all going to have to hang out. Well, I'd like to meet her. Do you? So you don't have any kids, right?
1: No, but I my goddaughter was just out here for three weeks.
0: That's right. If I, what I never understood, like what a god well, kid is like. Is that like when the, the parents fuck up, you have to take step if in? If the
1: parents uh, have a morbid, horrible death, then you have to then become a stuck father. Stuck a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you but you know, guys are I, very uh, close. Yeah, I I took uh, you take responsibility. I mean, so some they never even see their godparents. Me, I I like helped raise her. You know. So
0: when so you were from that, that happens like you christen them, right? Is that how it goes? Yeah. You'd pour the dirty Well she's water half Jewish, on head. so
1: she got she only went up to her waist. <laughs> for, uh, but uh you know, uh, it, it's it's an interesting relationship. I mean, she's my ex wife's kid. What? You heard you heard it first here on on Scoop Palooza's show.
0: Scoop because you don't want to call me Jesse Mae. You have to think of a nickname. I'll call cause... you Jesse Mae for no, a while. No, call me but whatever I... you want. I like Scoop. We'll J- go with that. Jizzy Mae. Jizzy Mae. It was Jizzy <laughs> Mae. Yeah, look at you like that.
1: I like that. It's <laughs> got a ring to it.
0: Your ex-wife's kid? Yeah. Wait, so how how long had you been divorced Then she got remarried and had a kid? She didn't get
1: remarried, but she had a kid, uh, I don't know how long.
0: That's pretty Six, beautiful. seven years.
1: Yeah. Well, we're good friends. We're better friends than we were a marriage. Yeah,
0: that happens. Yeah.
1: In that, in how yeah, long we you were ever married?
0: No, I just, I don't know. I mean, I come were from you a ever broken loved? home. <laughs> I was loved. I don't know if I've ever loved. I think I, you know.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Were you ever in love? Uh, yeah. Answer the question.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was. But I don't think. Did you conf- get sick to your stomach? I did, but that was, I think that was because of the bad Indian food.
1: Oh. <laughs> Could be
0: I don't know I just I think like I don't Honestly I think you can't Love another person Unless you figure out A lot of your own demons And I just started Figuring mine out Like three years ago So I think like In another year I'll be ready for Somebody
1: (laughs) I'd like to hear about Some of your demons
0: You know I just Trust Trust is one Yeah my parents Separated when I was nine
1: Are they back together?
0: No My mom moved in The neighbor's dad That was fun Steve's here
1: <laughs> your <laughs> mom was popping the neighbor's dad.
0: Yeah, and he uh, moved into the house.
1: That's kind of hot. Isn't that
0: weird? Yeah, yeah, we'd go on vacations together and stuff.
1: Wow. And where was your father? Was he dealing with this?
0: uh He lived in my grandma's closet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a really great dad. He just you know he wanted to be around. He he wanted to try what, and make it, it just work. Just you
1: and your sister? Or you have a brother? My,
0: me and my sister. My father had two girls with his first marriage and then with a second marriage with my mother, had my sister and I, and then my mother married, or you know, shacked up with the neighbor's dad and he had two kids. So it was just this I thought that
1: only happened in Pornos.
0: No, it, it's Syracuse and Pornos. Those are the two wow. places.
1: <laughs> Go Orange, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I think that definitely plays a role in my trust and learning how to really love a person because yeah. it was so divided and segmented amongst all these different sisters and weird relational titles. How do
1: you get along with the half-sisters?
0: Half-sisters, great. For my dad's first marriage, we're very close. I see them every time I go home. They're older than you, though. Yep. They're older. They're in their, I think, early 50s. They all look good.
1: Well, how old's your dad?
0: My dad is gonna be 78. Wow. Yeah, he's an old Dago.
1: And he's still fun, huh?
0: He's, He's like my best friend. He's the most fun. You'll see, when you meet him, he just, he loves to laugh. I let him. I actually let him tell jokes. I oh, had, really? Yeah, when I was home.
1: You allow people to tell you jokes? I, he did.
0: He did a couple, you know, stupid bar jokes. Yeah. yeah. But he told them, which was hilarious on stage. At oh no! At, at, at like during the weekend that no, I did. Where it. do you
1: play in Syracuse?
0: The Funny Bone. Have you done the Funny? No, the, the Funny Bone, bone stuff, that I right? do.
1: No, I do clubs too. I do the Funny Bone in uh, Columbus, Ohio.
0: It's a good, good club. We're there in February. Yep.
1: Yeah. When's this coming out next year?
0: 2016. <laughs> Probably <laughs> like three weeks. This will come out. Oh really? Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I'm not messing around. Maybe even two, if you're depending on how how nice you are. So wait, what what did you? I, you and I were supposed to hang out on New Year's Eve, and then I turned into a bum.
1: We were waiting for you. you I would know. Have met my goddaughter.
0: We could have partied.
1: It was great. All the waitresses came up. We had champagne. You were at the Laugh Factory, right? Yeah.
0: I wish I would have went out. I ended up cuddling my pit bull and my chihuahua, and then I woke up and it was 2015.
1: <laughs> hey, it's better you were with them than drinking alone <laughs> in the dark with a big oh, pot on your head. That happens
0: too. That's every other night too. <laughs> I can't. You can't sleep though. You're like you have nocturnal issues, don't you? I
1: wake up at three every morning. In the morning. I watch Mike and Mike. I take a couple. I take a blood pressure and a cholesterol medication. That makes me sleepy. Then I wake up again.
0: Have you, when's the last time you had, like, seven hours of sleep? I don't know. Do you think, it? like, were you always this way, or do you think the career kind of pushed well you into this?
1: I've I've never lived alone as an adult until uh, the last three years. You know, I've always lived with somebody. Like girlfriends or, yeah. like, friends? No, no, girlfriends. So, it's very odd for me not to be asleep with somebody, because I'm afraid of the dark and the boogeyman. Not in that particular <laughs> order. What about a dark boogeyman? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> oh. Are you a um,
0: snuggler? Like, when you've had girlfriends, are you, like... If they
1: like it, you know, I can burrow my head in their back or whatever, but <laughs> the thing is, I I don't... S- I, I'm like a house cat now, because that, I just... La- you shit in a box? Yes, I shit in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I clean my feet with that <laughs> <laughs> chalky... You
0: hack up hairballs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I really am. Like, I fall asleep anywhere. There's no, like, real rhythm. Unless I mean, I'm doing something. Is that all right? Is yeah, okay? no,
0: yeah. Don't you think it's unhealthy? Totally. So you haven't had a full night of sleep in, uh, like, how long?
1: But then I'll set my alarm for like nine o'clock at night, and I'll go to sleep at at six six uh, p.m. So you
0: literally just grab sleep where you can. I, I
1: I literally go on stage sometime, having woken up twenty minutes before the set. <sighs> and I say good morning. <laughs> I, I, I do. I just like I just got up. <laughs> I was in a tub twenty minutes ago, like a big fat fag. <laughs>
0: In a tub.
1: In a tub, taking a bath because I'm too lazy to shave standing. <laughs> oh God, this is getting me tired.
0: I mean, you've been doing comedy for so long. I remember you when I was a kid. My That's father and I cool, used to watch huh? you. Yeah, it's so weird.
1: What do you remember me from stand up or from, from stand up? And I
0: remember your it just your look. You the, what you would wear. You'd wear those button up t- those like dress t shirts. And you're backwards, you're like Kang, well now they're Kangles, but I don't know what kind of brand you had, like oh, those, yeah. Newsy caps. is that what it is? Oh, Kangle. Kangle, yeah. Sam
1: Samuel Jackson. Uh, exactly. Know,
0: yeah. That was like your, your superpower costume, superhero costume. Yeah, I only
1: did that because I was losing my hair, but now my hair is coming back.
0: Oh shit, look at you, you really are a superhero. <laughs> what are you, taking it from your ass and putting it on your head? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> your so ass hair's hair is <laughs> soft. Thank you. Does it still stink? I can't get that smell out. <laughs>
0: Uh, well,
1: you know what it was? It was Tosh. Did I ever tell you that story? Yeah. About the, uh, I saw him. He, you know, he, uh, he was going bald, and a year later he had a full head of hair.
0: It's as a dude going bald. You know, that's just it happens so often, but th- you you can fix it now.
1: You can fix it. I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I just I, I like I don't. I used to have a big hole in the back. <laughs> I got <laughs> one of those too. <laughs> a big hole. Yeah. That's nice to know. That makes it more romantic. <laughs> if i fucked her in the ass how was it i don't know i could not tell the difference
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you're actually you're growing hair again
1: yes at a rapid rate (laughs) i think i'm gonna have to have it thin
0: (laughs) is it working really well well
1: i won't show you
0: you don't want to show me
1: i think yeah it's working
0: what else like what do you what are you insecure about um, like as a guy Because you know girls we, we just We have so many Insecurities It's ridiculous I don't like my earlobes My knees are saggy And my ankles are pointy I don't like to be I've you know, got well, chlamydia
1: I don't like to I feel very de- em- em- Emasculated by Women who are too Much taller than me You know what I mean like But I you're for
0: guinea You're not so short
1: But thank you That's beautiful <laughs> For a little fucking Greasy wop <laughs> Monkey fucker. <laughs> Chimp from <laughs> Italy <laughs> You little Italy chimp well, I mean Al Pacino is like 5'4 But he's Al Pacino uh, I don't like Hooah! The, <laughs> I don't like the uh, Walking around with somebody Who looks like they're taking me for a walk <laughs> You know I gotta reach <laughs> up To hold her hand
0: Have you ever dated a taller chick? Was your wife tall? Your ex-wife tall?
1: In heels she was pretty tall I mean she's 5'7 Where'd you meet her? I met her in an improv group in New York
0: Shit so this is improv going back love, How yeah. many years ago?
1: I don't know, 1980.
0: Wait, so your your ex wife was was in an improv group? Yeah. So she was funny and very funny. And you would you fall in love right away? Like back then, I feel like that was easier than now.
1: Well, she was married.
0: I, f- I, f- I think there's a running theme going on no, here. No, you're a
1: mistress. Well, you know what? Look, you don't want to go out with somebody who's like 40 years old and was never married. It's what true. A, you want
0: you want someone that's been around the block.
1: But you, no, but you want someone who somebody else loved. You know, it's more appealing. You think it's that's an
0: interesting. Uh, she
1: makes it to thirty eight and she's never been, ma- you know.
0: Yeah, shit. It's kind of sad. That's, that just made me real depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I've been loved, but I've never been married. But so, how long after you, from when you met her till you got married?
1: Uh, she threatened to leave me, and that's why I married her.
0: <laughs> you see that reverse psychology shit works
1: and I love the the French Canadian one was the last one that I was really in love with and I fucked that one up she why and the guys because she was really something she was really special
0: and that's why you fucked it up yeah you're like did you think she was too special for you or something okay, you know
1: I can tell you this is how fucked up guys are she was so beautiful that sometimes on the road I would like to fuck an ugly chick just to see what it felt like
0: to, to go back to, to it to go
1: back to it yeah damn isn't that crazy?
0: No, I mean it's the guy's brain, though. Oh, I know. Girls, we you know we cut out, we we print thousand photos of the face and we cut it out and we put it on our wall inside of our closet and stare at it. We're crazier.
1: I mean, well, it's just different kinds of. crazy. It's different kind of crazy. Yeah, but the, the variety thing is, uh, yeah. When you were talking earlier about whether you know monogamy and faithfulness, it's pretty tough. It's tough. It's tough if you have. The, uh, it's great if you can focus on everything, focus on that one person.
0: Imagine I think it's unrealistic. I think well, it's a, man- a it, woman-created thing. F- it's unrealistic
1: things. for people like us. Right. But uh, other people, they grow up in a, in a different environment. They know, yeah. They, it's so interesting how people are programmed. When you think about it, it's like when people go, man, I could never do that. Well, you know you could. Right. Like, I could never rape a person. Well, right.
0: then this this interview's over because I was really planning <laughs> on that being the cap. Sorry. <laughs> What a way to close! Get off me! Uh, you know, I, you were recommended by Cosby, and <laughs> I was hoping that this is going to go a certain way. <laughs> no, it's right. You're programmed.
1: You have to be programmed a certain way because, like, I could never hurt somebody like that. Like, I could never, you know, like, I mean, I understand like the sexiness of pulling somebody down and the whole Apache dancer thing, but actually, like, I couldn't be get a hard on if I saw somebody crying. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that would. Oh man, listen to her weep. Oh, I'm fucking hard as a rock. <laughs> sob There's a little, will you? When I get when, almost, when I come, will you sob?
0: Sob right on my dick. Just <laughs> sob right on it.
1: You know what I mean? Like, which, and you, that's why when people go, "I could never do that." No, you couldn't do that because you're not programmed that way. So,
0: did you then? Did you come from a broken home? Yeah. Young. Your parents separated when you were but young. I was or? seven.
1: My sister was four. Damn. But the thing about you know it was interesting, you know, p- bringing it full circle, my brother, my half brother, had kids that were seven and four. And he calls me up and he goes, you know, I look at these kids and I can never leave them. I don't know how yeah. he did it. I said, Tom, you couldn't leave them, because you're a different kind of you're programmed differently. Yeah. You're you're you couldn't leave them because you they're little seven year old four year old kids. You can't you don't just walk okay, out. But But
0: guys them. do that, and of you know, they and do. some really crazy women yeah. do that too.
1: Well, my the French Canadian girl, her mother walked out on her when she was two. I can't
0: I can't two. imagine two. Can you imagine
1: that. leaving a two year
0: old as a as a mother? Yeah. I mean, not that I
1: as a mother I just
0: as a mother I just think you know obviously because the baby comes from the woman's womb there to me there's like this invisible stronger connection between a child and a mother that's just kind of how i think
1: well i don't think you're far off i mean i definitely think i mean not that my fathers of they, can
0: be connected too
1: yeah but they didn't bear the child the
0: baby. they didn't incubate it
1: barnish <laughs> So, like, put one of those. No, you
0: actually, the baby is strapped in <laughs> with a parachute cord. <laughs> and then they cut the cord and the baby shoots that right that out. It, really? Is yes, that how it's, it works? It's science. people pass out it's watching science. that? It's um, science. Bill Nye and I are BFF, so I'm just, uh, I'm just giving you the information. Do you know Bill Nye? I would love to meet Bill Nye. Who's oh. the
1: most famous person you met?
0: I'm looking right at him right now. Come on. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I met Stamos once. Oh, God. I, with I had, the had to Stamos bring back. I mean, you started it.
1: That's mature.
0: I met him. My, one of my best friends, Natalie, took me to see him on Broadway when he was in Bye Bye Birdie a few years ago. And I stood in line like an asshole. Everybody else, all these soccer moms and me, and like 15 year old girls that were wa- watching s- Full House and Syndication that were still in love with John Stamos. And he walked by me and I said some Greek things to him. And he doesn't even speak Greek.
1: Well, how did you know Greek?
0: Because I've dated a couple Greek guys.
1: What do you like, luncheonettes? <laughs>
0: <What are you laughs> I like eggs. I like, like eggs diners? at any time of the day. <laughs> 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 and, uh, that I mean, but who else, is that? who else have I met? I mean, I started doing comedy and you just meet, I guess, who I think is famous and who other people think is famous is different now.
1: I'm just talking about like, who would be recognized most around the world. Like, there was a time when Muhammad Ali Lennox was Lewis. considered.
0: That's a big one, right?
1: Pretty big, yeah, very big. He was heavyweight champ heavyweight at the time. Yeah.
0: Um, he follows me on Twitter. No big deal. Name dropping. Really? Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I met him when I was bartending.
1: How many people do you have follow you?
0: 259 billion. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. That
1: is. I yeah, mean, there's only seven billion people on the planet. It's so,
0: it's so crazy. I know that's how that's how popular I am on. So you're Twitter. Universal. I'm. Yeah. But isn't it crazy, like? What's changed, especially with comedy, like six years ago I was doing stand up and getting paid in hot dogs, just hoping my best friends would come out to the show for the three hundredth time. Right. And now it's like I'm worried about my Twitter followers. Yeah. People who I don't well, have Kevin never Hart, met.
1: Kevin Hart said he owed his, his career to uh social media.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. And it's you know, it's crazy of a thing as it is, I like to Talk to the fans. Some of them are nuts. Some of them are mean. Some of them are fun. I don't get too many mean ones. There's once in a while a guy will be like, "I'm going to s- stick an antler in your ass and set your feet on fire." It's like, I don't. I mean, wow. I just posted a picture of a puppy. What, what happened <laughs> to you today? <laughs> what the fuck? Do you? But you. You've been on both ends of it too, don't you think? Social media is is it beneficial for your career, or do you? Well find it is
1: now because I got all everybody. Uh, trying to you know helping me with podcasts and teaching me the whole thing i wouldn't have known i'm, I'm in my own fucking dizzy world of, you're a natural
0: or, podcaster
1: <laughs> why do you say that
0: i just think you're a good conversationalist i don't know if it's because you you know you have been doing stand-up for so long but i your, your demeanor is very well, you know, it's comforting
1: like, people say you know i can never do improv I mean, how do you do improv? It's so fu- What the fuck? We're doing improv now. Yeah. It's not like we had a script and go, stick to the script. Right. Ask me about the stripper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Remember, <laughs> you get to that. So I got a punchline. I, I hate contrived shit. You know, it's like, when I was a kid, I remember watching The Tonight Show and seeing people, Johnny Carson set people up. You know what I mean? Like, so I understand That's you rent right. a car when you're in town. Well, you know, Not only do I rent a car, I got 10 minutes of funny material about <laughs> it. It's <laughs> so funny. You should you know? ask. So same I thing with
0: that show, uh... What's that show? Um, Comics Unleashed. Oh, my God. It's, it's just a, bu- it's a volleyball game.
1: It's the second worst show I've ever done.
0: What's the first worst?
1: I think it was called Party Time or something with Dweezil Zappa. And oh, Moon my Unit, God. Ma- <gasps> and Zappa and
0: Zappa. Was that on MTV?
1: I don't know. It might have been. Who was the black guy who was on the improv show, Drew Carey's show?
0: Oh, um, um, Wayne Brady.
1: Wayne Brady yeah. was on it. And Wayne was happy. He was like he was like right in his element, just singing He's and funny. dancing. Yeah, very smart. But th- it was such a bad show, and I, I just wanted to get away from there. I didn't care about the money. It was so embarrassing. Like I said about the dancing.
0: Yeah, you just <laughs> I dancing. I fucking hate dancing. Wait, who's the most famous they person? Promise you've me met?
1: this: if we become better friends and we're at a party or something, never. I'm gonna make you dance. Never dance at I me or try and pull dumb, me on a dance floor. I'm gonna make you dance. Fucking hate dancing. There's no way. Just the way you're There's gonna make no me talk about in my these demons. <laughs>
0: You, this is will be the Do you have
1: any alcohol problems or anything you want to talk about? Yeah,
0: I mean, I definitely... You want I've a Sambuca, by the way? A Sambuca?
1: Yeah. You want dessert?
0: I, I mean, I'll have some dessert. We want
1: a little Sambu- You're such a guinea. You want some Sambuca? Come on, I'll get you a little something.
0: Do you need any car parts for your car? I got a guy. <laughs> do you need a carburetor? I got a guy.
1: <laughs> you know a guy? <laughs> I, know a, I don't know the guy. I know the guy who knows the guy. He called me.
0: I'm not much of a Sambuca person, but what I mean... since we're Since we're having a guinea dinner... I'm only half guinea, though. Do you consider me one of, one of your people? Yes, I do. My father's 100%. That's like... That gives me some street cred. You got
1: blonde hair and blue eyes? Uh, blue eyes? What kind of eyes do you have?
0: Look at my eyes. They're blue Yours eyes. look black right now. Yours look like devil eyes.
1: Hey, thank you. <laughs> Dear Lord, please.
0: I have, like, shit brown eyes. Are they brown? Yeah, they're brown or Not yellow. In this light. I mean, I, I like booze. My dad's a big boozer. Um... I definitely had, to, you know, I started drinking when I was like 13. Yeah, me too. Um, I drank
1: more in high school than I did in college. I didn't drink yeah. at all in college.
0: I didn't go to college, but I probably would have drank a lot if I had gone.
1: You never went to college?
0: No, but you, you went to my MU?
1: Fuck, I couldn't get into real school. Where no. did you go? Biscayne College, where the Dolphins trained, and Barry College. Biscayne, Biscayne College? Biscayne. Oh, I think no, it's Biscayne. Said <laughs> Biscayne. <laughs> Biscayne. I think so. Biscayne College. Yeah, the skank color. <laughs> I went to the skank university. Stank <laughs> a pussy, you.
0: I would love that t shirt.
1: Snank a pussy. Yeah, snank a pussy. You know what's funny about that bit? You ever see it? No. You ever see that bit about. Anyway, I do, you know, like I work all over the English speaking world, not yeah. to be a jerk up, but. And, and I, I go, like, Australia, the drinking age is 18. So, you know, you're going to have 16 year olds in there. And, like, the waitresses, for some reason, the one thing they always say to me is stinker up stinky because
0: stank-. it's your joke
1: well the joke is uh... you know uh... <laughs> it's about you know, like def jam guys <laughs> being so gross and vile and then at the end they say god bless you like as if god would sanction this language baby that pussy was so stinky it was stanky stinky stanky, stanky scrubs the must you still pussy hey god bless you all peace out <laughs> but that's the joke you know so uh, <laughs> and and it's so funny because like it is that is the, true though beautiful, the beautiful girl I was telling you about with the half uh, Filipino half uh, Swedish yeah she'll just come up to me go stinky stinky and she'll she'll make it worse she goes stinky 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 <laughs> bloody pussy I said oh bloody you have to throw bloody you're in. like God that's yeah. like fifth
0: year relationship <laughs> right. stuff you got to ease into that e. I can't believe you went to Miami you must have just been banging left and right yeah Th- but there's I told you, I went to Miami for a weekend, and the women there are just, they're on another level of beauty. Everything's very put together. The boobs, the hair, the lips, the tan. Yeah, but you know, it's,
1: that's South Beach you're talking about. Yeah, that means South Beach, yeah. And there are some very beautiful women all over that state. I mean, well, look, look, we live in California. I know,
0: there's just bitches on bikes everywhere.
1: You know, I got women mad at me in Philly because I was with some of the waitresses at the, uh, at the comedy store, at the Laugh Factory. And we took a picture, and I said, boy, I, my, my Hollywood friends are a lot prettier than my Philly friends. <laughs> and I'm fucking, you know, like, I'm kidding. I, I know. Mean, it's it's like, just
0: like, you're a comedian. I
1: mean, they're I'm beautiful women. There there are beautiful women in Philly, but, they, you know, the people come out here because they're good-looking.
0: Yes. They
1: make a trip you can here. Make, you
0: make money because you're good-looking.
1: Yeah, and they were the prettiest girl in their high school, the prettiest girl in their college. and Now they're here. I, you know, and it must be weird for some of them who were always the prettiest, and now they're not the prettiest.
0: And it's, that's just... Such a weird thing to drive, what you do and where you put your value, because that fades. Yeah. I met this woman last night when I was at the bar. You know, drinking because my car had gotten. Oh, you went to a bar. (laughs) Yeah, right underneath my apartment.
1: Well, that makes me feel better because I thought you were drinking like a bottle of wine alone.
0: I mean, that happens as well, but it was a bottle of wine in the in the bar underneath my apartment. And there was this woman who was beautiful. She was just long hair, beautiful skin. And it turns out she was like 60, I think. She was turning 60 next week. And she was talking about all the surgery that she was going to have on her face. Oh, God. And I was like, well, you, you've you made it to this point. Yeah. And you're beautiful. Literally beautiful. Do you really want
1: to look like a space cat? Do
0: you? Yeah. Do you want to look like yeah. a whale's vagina stretched out oh. even worse than it already is now in that I'm salt again. How do you do it? <laughs> we'll take two clams casino. <laughs> <laughs> I just like... I, have you ever dated a chick with like all the plastic surgery? No, I
1: couldn't. It's was it
0: pr- was that prevalent in your time? Like when you were, you know, twenty. Back like the pioneer days. Back back in the Oregon well, nose Trail. Nose jobs
1: have been around. Nose jobs and boob jobs have been around. Some of the other ones, like the waist reduction and the chin.
0: Liposuction stuff.
1: Yeah, that that's more newer that I remember. But it's so, so weird how it's almost like you can only tell you can almost tell which people went to what doctor. Yeah. Because they have a the certain trademark. look, like a mold.
0: They get branded on their neck.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I hate that fucking uh, cat, that cat look. Yeah. With so the we, lips half puckered out.
0: As a guy, like.
1: Excuse me we, one second.
0: Yeah, he needs a Sambuca, right?
1: Can I get a Sambuca and a tiramisu? What do you want?
0: I'll have a, um, I'll have a, l- a little Sambuca. I might as well. You when can't in, have a, a little. I'll Rome. drink the rest All of right, it. All right. We'll have two regular Sambucas
1: and a tiramisu,
0: and a tiramisu with two spoons. I got you. Three we'll put the third one in my butthole.
1: Oh boy, that's gonna taste delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Mix with that cinnamon flavored.
0: I love that we just ordered <laughs> but so have having lived in just I feel like it's just kinda like two different generations because now with all this plastic surgery, like do you notice it more now that there are more women that are what would you call it? Affected or changed, altered, more altered women? Tits up to their neck and lips out to beyond their silhouette. You know,
1: I I, I you can get fooled sometimes. Some of it's really good, but I yeah I, I don't know if there's any more. I think it's been the last 20 years.
0: So you think it's not so crazy?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I, they you know yeah one of one of the waitresses at the Laugh Factory lied to me. You know what well, you think? What the fuck you lying to me? I don't even give a fuck. But she uh she told me she had an operation. She had a cyst on her uterus. So I took her to dinner because I didn't know what to do for her. <laughs> oh, <just> <laughs> did, you, did you order for your uterus? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's feed your sister. <laughs> Table for three, please. But you know what she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I have this to go? Can you wrap that up for me? Thank you. No, not to go. Thank you. Para Gracias. Muchas Thank gracias. Le doy gracias. Yo tengo pantalones, Aura. Yo tengo pantalones, pantalones. Yeah, pantalones. No bueno. Yeah.
1: <laughs> me, amo, me amo Domingo. Domingo? <laughs>
0: okay. Bueno.
1: But, but. Buenos dias.
0: <laughs> Did you ever date a chick with plastic surgery?
1: No. Oh, yeah, just fake tits.
0: How do you, but, so how do you feel about fake boobs? Come on. They were,
1: the thing is, they weren't faked. It was a lift. So they were pretty hot.
0: Okay, well, that's different. That's like augmentation. Yeah. That's when they, they reshape them.
1: I don't like the taste. <laughs> I think it, it could see. It could It can taste the chemicals.
0: Are you serious? No. Oh my god. <laughs> I can was like, talk? wait a minute. <laughs> I thought like it could seep out through the nipple. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Fucking Saline. Oh god. No, I. Uh, I'm not. I'm not attracted to that.
0: What do you look for? Like, what? What? Are you like a brunette guy? Are you a blonde no, guy? No. Are you? Are you a equal opportunity I fucker? I look for
1: Stick its like a musket crusty useful for <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: peace, God Thank be with you. you. have a good night
1: yeah uh who was
0: I, who was the most famous person you met you asked me okay i'll ta- gene Wilder was mine all time top oh wow. most favorite person ever who's yours'cause you've
1: you know you've been around I would say the most famous let me think
0: like maybe somebody you even were well, excited to meet. I, can't, I
1: mean, in my history, because I've been with, I've been around so long and I've known so many people, I guess the two most famous people that I, I've considered friends would be Bruce Willis and George Clooney. Damn. And Cher, because Cher's oh, really famous. Oh, just
0: Bruce Willis, George Clooney, and Cher? Just well, like Cher, a three I mean, I mean,
1: Cher's, I mean Cher's, Cher's an icon and all that, but she's not as big a movie star as they are. But I mean, in her own right, she's... she's huge. She's huge, yeah. She's
0: like the queen of the gay world. Well, i worked
1: with her for years. Yeah. But uh, people that I didn't know, I would say Springsteen probably was the most one of the most famous people.
0: Is he like, I would imagine he would smell good, like Cedarwood and...
1: I don't know, but I, saw, I met him at Conan O'Brien show in New York. And uh, he came to see Max, Max plays in the E Street Band, you know, the yeah. drummer. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to me and he asks me about, you know, he's just chatting about stand-up. And he said, you ever open for rockers? I says... I have, but I would never open for you. He <laughs> said, why do you say that? I said, what a fucking nightmare. Opening for Bruce? Oh, my God. I go, first of all, even if I was on the bill, the lights go down and they're all screaming, Bruce, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> and then the curtain goes up and I'm standing there with a mic. <laughs> I should be in armor. <laughs> go, you should
0: be in riot gear. <laughs> right. With a full screen in front of your face. <laughs> People are going be throwing PBRs at you. Yeah, all be Bruce, we said Bruce, not you.
1: Who the fuck are you?
0: But didn't you didn't experience that with Cher?
1: No, no, God. People were
0: respectful? Yeah.
1: No, I wasn't some fucking joke monkey up there. I was, yeah. on, the, I was on the bill. That's right. She was re- respectful. Like, yeah, Sure it was great.
0: Bruce is like, yo, you want to open for me? No, he
1: didn't <laughs> say it. He was just asking me if I ever opened for people, and I just went. Because I had an ex- experience with Joan Jett. Remember Joan Jett? Of
0: course I do. Uh,
1: I I was at Asbury Park Convention Center. It was my first gig that was like a big Big room, 4,000 people. And I go up on stage. The guy says, he hands me $250. He goes, listen, man, stay on as long as you can. There's right, an endorsement for you. This is right?
0: why she wasn't there yet? No,
1: no, she was there. They were all tuning up. And uh, so I go on, and I'm doing, I, I, 2,000 people uh, were laughing, <laughs> which meant 2,000 people fucking hated me.
0: Going, going, I think it's a pretty good ratio. No,
1: yeah, it doesn't seem that good when you're up there. Though. Somebody tossed the top of a Dixie cup. Uh, just tossed it. It came very slow in the air, and just landed. That's all I had to see. And I walk off. I did about maybe two minutes.
0: You did two minutes.
1: Two minutes. And uh, the guy, and the guy goes, uh, "I go, oh, I'm sorry, man. I fucking you can't throw stuff. Uh, I, I get off for that." And he goes, "Hi, hey, you did great." I go, "I did great. I did fucking two minutes." He goes, "Nobody lasts that long. I go, what do they do? Run across the stage." Do you know what I mean? Like he, said, he said, so why do you even have a comedian? He goes, eh, you know, it gives the band a chance to warm up a little more. Yeah,
0: like why, why not just have another, like, why not just have a, ca- a kitten run across right, the stage? Right, a cute little kitten. With a, oh, with a camera.
1: A snow leopard. Uh, yeah. But
0: uh, Gracias, tiramisu. Tear, me, Tear oh. me heart. I think I'm going to, look, I might not have a boyfriend. Speak a little Spanish and you, you find love.
1: Did you see how hard he was?
0: He was very hard. He actually brought the tiramisu (laughs) hands-free, balancing on his (laughs) dick. Sans hands. (laughs) And we stuffed our face with tiramisu. This is kind of fun, like eating and stopping and eating. Well, it was
1: your idea. I like it. I was going to have like this cold, dank thing at the Laugh Factory.
0: That's my vagina. You're going to have my vagina at the Laugh Factory? Cold and dank?
1: You know what? Can I see it?
0: So is that a, a, Look, no. you see this—the leftover tiramisu. I just sort of see what it. You just cut it in half, see, uh, and just kind of mash it. Oh, this is what my oh, It's v- got little sprinkles on it. Yeah, my vagina <laughs> looks like tiramisu oh. that's smushed.
1: I'll take a bite of that.
0: <laughs> see, this is like comedians. My friends, I can talk to like this, but do you talk like this to your friends? Because I, I, it's just how it is. Like when you're with comics, you just bullshit and you're you're vulgar with each other, and it's do funny. They get, it,
1: they can get offended at times. Yeah. Especially their wives sometimes.
0: <laughs> you talk to their wives it, like that?
1: Yeah, you know. I forget. You know, I, you, you forget the, what the real world's like compared to our world. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Are you going to get married again?
1: All right, if you want to. Jeez, <laughs> I only did. It's only a podcast. <laughs> did it look like I was asking you? Yes. Are you going to get married again? I can't that's,
0: how t- I, that's how I would actually propose. <laughs> I would propose to a guy and I'd be like. You don't want to do do get married, do you? You don't want to get married, do you?
1: I didn't mean to jump your line. Let's take yeah, it that's over. It's
0: funny. Look at you and I. We're, we're just finishing each that's other's a sentences. simpatico. Do you think you will?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Look at me. I don't know how long I'm going to live.
0: Don't say that, Dom. It would be so great if you died yesterday, tomorrow, and this is my, your last interview. That would be such good. Exp- that would be so yeah. good.
1: I know. I did one, one of Robin Williams' last ones. You did? Well, actually, it wasn't Robin's. It was Rick Overton's, but it was Robin and I on the, the whole oh, thing.
0: Man. Were you close with him?
1: Uh, close as, as comrades in comedy yeah. Not that we hung out but
0: Soldiers we, Comedy soldiers
1: Yeah I don't, I don't know how else to put it It's not going to be corny Comedy buds Yeah No I, I loved Robin I thought he was a great guy But it was There's just no way to end the podcast By I'm, the way
0: we. It, I don't care I'll end it with yeah. a fart if I want to
1: Big fat wet fart
0: Can you, can you do farts on command? No Do you think it's gross when girls fart?
1: I think it's so sweet.
0: Honestly, if, if you have a girlfriend, sh- a,
1: a bubble of shit, <laughs>
0: a shit cloud. Do you think it's gross? Do you get grossed out when your girlfriend does that?
1: Well, you have to know somebody. I mean, let me tell you something. <laughs> if you're picking somebody up, like to go out for for dinner, <laughs> as soon as you get in the car, she lifts her leg. <laughs> Let's one blast. I'm, I'm out of here. Well, I guess we're never going to go out on another date again. <laughs> no, now you're. I know you well enough. You if you have to fart, I go. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Second gear. It's <laughs> all right. Excuse me. Oh, I didn't. Can I get a cappuccino? Cappuccino, please. You want one? No, I'm good. Plus,
0: it will give me too much gas.
1: You are you flatulent?
0: I'm a flatulent person. My sister's flatulent. My father literally was a pull-my-finger type of guy, so right. it's just...
1: Did you ever hear about the great the great Pujol?
0: No, what is that? He
1: was a guy. He used to look it up. Pujol? A Pujol. Pujol. P-U-J-O-L, I think it was. And he was famous for his farting. He did a show of all different kinds of farts. This like is a, a real person. Yeah, a baby crying. <laughs> he did a fart. A, a, a tearing a sheet in half. And he used to... Say, and uh, he was supposed to be more popular than, uh, like, like the biggest box office drawers in France at the time.
0: What was this like, like Chaplin time? Like what, what I era? put the was mic this? up
1: to his ass, I guess, like Jim Carrey <laughs> and Pet Detective.
0: I think farts are hilarious.
1: They are. There's something, and my my family will always laugh at that. They always see my think, my
0: that's how My dad is.
1: Yeah, it is funny though. It's very. Unusual. But I think
0: it's interesting that you're kind of saying like. It's not your favorite thing if you're your girlfriend to fart.
1: I said, like, on the beginning. Like, if she has to fart after but a while. wouldn't it be
0: nice just to kick it off that way, to let you know that this is a possibility down the line? Especially if you have leather seats.
1: I told her how hot she was. <laughs> if, you're really hot, if you're hot, you can get away with anything. All right. Yeah, I'm going to shit in my hand <laughs> and throw it. Slowly fucking the fucking legs on her when she squats. <laughs> you know, it's all about that. Come on. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Uh, the song, you know, when we wrote these songs, the first song it was, was predicated on looks, about looks. What happened was my friend Ollie, who has, uh, you know, musical director for Cher and all. was He was living with one of the dancers. And uh, she found the receipt of him sending flowers to a woman in Israel for her 30th birthday. Shit. She was not upset. She thought it was a very sweet thing. But then she she saw the woman on Facebook and she was a fucking knockout.
0: And then she got mad. Then
1: she got mad, and I said to him, and I didn't mean it to be funny or profound. I it's "Too bad, man. If only she had been ugly, it'd still be together." And that was the first song. About that's the title of the song. Yeah, and then the second. song I listened was, to that
0: song, but that's that, that's true. I
1: want you to hear the whole song sometime because you only hear like a snippet. That's on That's right, that, you only, on only hear a snippet on
0: Joe Rogan's podcast. And the
1: other one, no, that no, the one on Joe Rogan's podcast is. Just to disappoint you further. And my favorite line, <laughs> I, we both we co- co-wrote it, but my favorite line that I wrote was, every time I think of you, I get distracted by something more interesting.
0: Oh, God, that hurts. It goes deep to the soul. Sorry.
1: It's a joke.
0: Yeah, but it, it, it's true. I know. And it's true about, like, you know, a gr- but, you know, for me, like, if a guy's going to cheat on me, I would rather the girl be prettier because then it, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But. Deep down, girls, if the girl isn't less attractive, they'd be like, okay, whatever. I'm still queen, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I got this. Yeah. Sh- send flowers to the ugly bitch in Israel, whatever. But I don't know. I think, like, I just had a brain fart from the Sambuca.
1: I saw that look. Did I you look. see my eyes I was where you are going. Where is she now? <laughs> what planet is she landing on? I literally
0: just, like, this Sambuca's no joke.
1: I just think... <laughs> dead boy. <born. laughs> but I didn't think which I never a- thought I'd say this but <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> my brain literally just shut down from the sambuka. Well, you can't
1: end a show like that why not god you're so different
0: I don't care what are we gonna end it were you gonna have an orchestra come out play out of your asshole do you play the the ball yeah. trumpet
1: I have never uh I've never had anything come out of my asshole. I mean, other than the usual.
0: I pulled a a spaghetti string type creature out of my butthole once.
1: (laughs) I think I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture you with your legs up in the air. (laughs) Mom, Dad, come in here. (laughs) Meet Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Larry the noodle.
0: How do you want to end it? Tell me something. Tell me how you want to end this forever okay this is okay here's an idea let's just theoretically say that you're going to die tomorrow okay we don't want you to i don't want you to i love but say this is is like how you'd want to go out not knowing you're going to die but knowing you're going to die oh here comes a cappuccino (laughs)
1: that'll kill me my heart rate (laughs) over 200 thank you thank you i just want to say jesse may pelusa kills me
0: Ah. I love you, Dom.
1: Love you, too.
0: Just a couple of guineas, eating sambuca. Eating sambuca, listen to me. Well, I mean, it's so thick you could almost eat it. Drinking sambuca and eating tiramisu. Just a couple of goombas hanging out at an Italian restaurant. I think you can actually even hear Sinatra in the background, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> we couldn't get more Italian if we tried. That was Don Myrera, folks. One of my favorites. Class act. If you can, check him out. Check out his podcast. Check out Don Mirera on Twitter. Uh, you, gotta, you, you gotta see this dude. He's just, he's a legend. He's a living legend. And uh, somebody who I'm very happy I can call a real friend, a real sick son of a bitch, really, if you really want to get real with it. How many times can I say real, real, really? So fun, so fun. Um, I wanted to do my recommendation. I recommended Wolf Cop last week, and um, they actually followed me on Twitter. I followed them, and they followed me back. No big deal. I don't want to, I don't mean to brag, but I am. I, w- I recommended that movie last week. If anybody saw it, please let me know because it is a hoot. A woo! Fun, fun, fun movie. Um, and they actually told me, I, I said I didn't know who directed it, but I, I also wanted to know who did the makeup and special effects. And his name is Emerson Ziffel. So check out his stuff. If you're into special effects when it comes to horror movies as much as I am and how realistic they made some of the scenes in that movie look, I was such a nerd to actually ask Wolf Cop, which is at Wolf Cop the movie on Twitter, who their special effects guys, guy was. Emerson Ziffle, That's who he was. So you got to check him out, y'all. Look him up. Google him. Cyberstalk him. Tell him that you love him. Tell him that you want him to make it look like your face is being torn off. How amazing would that be? Uh, I, I think any woman would be into that. I want you to make it look like how I feel on the inside once a month. That's how it feels sometimes for us. Um, I am addicted to, to horror movies. Uh, I, I don't know. I still, I don't know Why? I don't know why that's my thing. I think I just like to be scared all the time. Chicks, chicks tend to like horror movies. Um, maybe, maybe I want somebody to protect me and to hold me. Um, maybe I like to see that people are suffering. <laughs> They're actually, Netflix has a pretty decent selection. And when I say horror, it's a wide range. You know, I, I like all different uh, aspects of that genre. There's a really good one that's on Netflix. It's a little bit older. It's called The Host. And I think it's set in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. Along the, uh, the one of their rivers, there's a creature that exists in their river there. And the special effects are so freaking awesome. The creature looks so real. I love that. So check it out. It's called The Host. It should be on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. Um, what else did I love? Uh, there's another one, uh, Absentia, which is a kind of a fun one. A little um, very existential, freaky movie, kind of a paranormal type thing. Pretty, pretty damn good. Uh, check those out. There's so many good ones on Netflix. You just have to dig. Once in a while, they... You know they they spruce it up if you're into zombie movies, Stakeland is a dope zombie film. that should be on Netflix too. really cool um kind of has a walking dead feel as far as that post apocalyptic where we are alone, except for the zombies type feel. Check those movies out. Let me know what you think. um what else is going on? uh Stamos. Stamos News, Searching for Stamos. We can call this segment Searching for Stamos. Um, He was in the news and had reported that women like to take selfies with him after having sex. My question is, who the hell are these women that he's cheating on me with? And what what kind of woman bones John Stamos and then wants a trophy like that afterwards? Have some respect for yourself. And I really wonder, is he really taking selfies? There's no way he is because they would be on the internet by now so these girls must have asked him for a selfie and he denied he denied you know why because you already got the dick quit being a greedy bitch he gave you the souvlaki you you get you you can't get a selfie and the souvlaki you get one or the other you don't get both in the stamos household he's got standards (laughs) You want a selfie or you want a souvlaki? It depends on how hungry you are and where that hunger is originated, where the, where the source of that hunger is. Is it in your belly or is it in your no-no spot? Let's really think about this. Um, I just thought that was hilarious that he actually said that. We're getting close to dating. I feel it. Quit call, quit. Someone called me a stalker. I am not a stalker. I don't stalk him. I just publicly profess my love for him. You know what? I've got a platform. I'm going to do it. Um, what else has happened in the news? Oh, uh, Let's see. Angelina Jolie ado- is adopting again. Jesus. She's got her own daycare. Good for her. Good for her. Everyone wants to talk crap about how crazy she is. Yeah, well, you know what? She's doing some humanitarian work with her fame and her celebrity. That's a lot more than Kim Kardashian is doing. She's just making her brother be more depressed. That poor Rob Kardashian. He's got to get his shit together. Somebody needs to help him. He's like, hey, guys, I'm over here selling socks. Does anybody know about me? (laughs) That poor kid, man. He lives in that crazy household. He probably feels so ostracized by all of their self-indulgent personalities. He's like, hey, guys, does anybody want some ankle socks? I'm here. Just please love me. I feel for you, Rob Kardashian. Let's go out and have a tea together. I'll help you out, buddy. Um... Taylor Swift is dating Calvin. What's, what's that guy's name? The the DJ? Kelvin Harris? Let me see. It's in my dirty magazine here. Kelvin Harris, yep. He looks like a Jesus. He's, he's one of these guys that kind of looks cute in photos, but then when you see him, he looks like Ryan Gosling's much less attractive cousin from Wichita. <laughs> Good for her. Let Taylor Swift, you know, let her add some notches to that beautiful bedpost of hers. Kelvin Harris. Let, let her do her damn thing. Let her get it on. And it looks like J-Lo is back with Casper the Friendly Ghost, her five-year-old boyfriend. I mean, you know what? Do you, boo? You look as good as you do, and you're as famous as you are and as rich as you are. You should be able to date an 18-year-old if you want to. That's what I say. Go ahead out there and bang a bunch of kids. At least, you know, J-Lo's doing a good service for women everywhere. I, I think more older women should bang younger guys so that they know what the hell they're doing by the time they get to me or you. How many times have you been with a dude who doesn't know what he's doing and then you teach him and then you send him off to the next girl to do the thing that he did wrong on you properly on her? So you know what? Maybe she's just doing a service for the rest of the women in the world, banging young boys, teaching them things. Casper, the friendly ghost. Um, well, this has been a fun one. This has been a fun episode. T- we, I feel like a uh, Dom and I covered a lot of good things. We got deep. We got a little deep. Um, check me out, jessymay This is the Sharp Tongue podcast. Every week, every Monday. I love doing this. Hopefully, I won't. You know, I've got holes all over my body now that I'm trying to deal with my butthole, my hole in my head with the tooth. My emotional hole. I have a lot of things that need to be filled and cleaned. Um, <laughs> Disney's still not a, a uh, sponsor for this podcast. Quick questions from everybody. I know you guys uh, have posted some on my Facebook fan page. I do this every week now. If you want to post questions on my Jesse Mae Peluso comedian fan page, I will answer them on the podcast the following week. Um... Let's see what we got going on. We can do a couple here. Are you planning on adopting any more siblings for Carly, Carlin and Fozzie? This is from Melissa Lewis Flanagan. You got a big ass name. It's a lot of letters. You want to chop that down a bit? Am I going to have any more siblings for Carly, Carlin and Fozzie? I keep saying Carly. I, you know, maybe that turtle, maybe that turtle I talked about for the turtle racing. You know, once Fozzie... Passes on to the next life. I will get Carlin a replacement friend. Until then, I'm stuck with my Anna Nicole Smith chihuahua and Carlin for now. Um, Richard Bush. (laughs) Oh, man. Your parents really named you Richard Bush? Dick Bush. I couldn't resist. Your name is Dick Bush. You're my best friend. And your profile, your, your timeline photo is of a bush. I love you. you actually asked a really good question least most favorite thing about being on the road. My least favorite thing about being on the road is that it's hard to find good food sometimes, and sometimes I'm alone a lot so those that makes it a little difficult when there's nothing to eat and no one to talk to. you know that's how most of us spend our lives doing things with people and eating uh, my My most favorite thing about being on the road that that is my that's how I make money. That's my career. I think it's pretty cool that I get to travel and meet all my different fans all all across the country and experience new places and and find out cool things about different cities that are in this beautiful country that we have. So I think that's the my my be- my most favorite thing about being it on the road, experiencing new things alone. <laughs> um, Ross Greer asks. Is there ever an acceptable reason for a woman to have an anchor tattoo? <laughs> That's so specific. And the answer is no. I don't care if she's in the, the, the Marines. Who gets the anchors? The, um, if she's a, a part of the fleet? Is she, a, is she a Navy SEAL? I mean, who cares? Let her get whatever tattoo she wants. You can't judge anybody. Any woman can get any tattoo she wants. Let her, li- let her live her life, Ross Greer. Are we talking about your ex-girlfriend? Um, Holly Peterson asks, do you want to make out? Haha, JK. You're not kidding. You're projecting. You really want to make out with me. So don't ask me that question and then take it back. And yes, I will make out with you, Holly. Uh, your next question is, who would you like to meet? Anyone in history, dead or alive? <sighs> dead would have to be Richard Pryor and George Carlin. And I would love to have a conversation with Gandhi. Um, I know that was three people. Alive, Gene Wilder is still alive, and I really would love to meet him. I met him once, but I want to meet him one-on-one. He's one of my idols, one of my childhood idols. I really would love to talk to him. Um, yeah, good question, Holly Peterson. When are we going to make out? Oh, my friend Raymond from Silverado, uh, Vineyard Winery in Napa Valley. One of my friends who works at the vineyards, one of the vineyards I got drunk at. um, He says, who is your favorite wine guy in Napa? It's you, Raymond. It's you. Um, Let's see what else. What entertains you in your leisure time? Troy True Nicarachi. Nicarachi? That's a fake name. You're escaping the law. Are you on the lam? Troy True Nicarachi. What entertains me in my leisure time? My dogs. I, I'm such a single loser. I spend a lot of time with my dogs, and I love movies. Those are my favorite two things to, to do when I am uh, when I have leisure time. Well, not to do. I don't do my dogs during my leisure time, but you know what I'm saying. Troy, true, Nicarachi. Um, Michael Tubiak. What is something you want to do for years but haven't yet? Um, Date Stamos. Hello. I've been wanting to do that for some time now. Maybe, Michael, you can put in a good word for me, okay? I hope you can. God, somebody send the word. Somebody email Stamos and let him know. I'm just kidding, guys. No, I'm not. Um, oh, Marty. <laughs> My friend Marty, whose name I've botched a thousand times on this podcast, he asks, how much tequila are you going to make Marty drink this weekend coming up? Oh, Marty. Oh, you poor bastard. I'm going to make you lawn dive. Once again, I'm going to make you do a swan lawn dive yet again, Mr. Crapoli. Those are the questions. Send them next week. I love you guys so much. Thank you for asking me these crazy questions. And, um, yeah, I look forward to answering them. Um, Check me out. I'll be at Levity Live April 24th, 25th, 26th with Marcella Arguello and Marty Caproni. I'm never going to say your name right, Marty. Just love me the way I am. Marty, a.k.a. Crapoli, a.k.a. Caproni. Jeez, it sounds like a drunk guy trying to order pasta. Can I get Marty Caproni? Um, Check us out, Levity Live, 24, 25, 26, at the Palisades Mall. Next weekend, the weekend after that, I'm going to be at Kansas City Improv. That's the first weekend of May. Come check me out. Um, I, I love you guys for listening. I hope you made it this far with us. And I'm going to leave you with a fun little voicemail from my friend, my lovely friend, Dom the Sausage, Irera.
1: Hello, you little hairy whore. It's, it's Big Daddy, Big Daddy, Dom Irera. Mm-hmm, mama. Um, my, my balls my must be... Or is, it just, or is it just my mom? Jesse May, that's uh, Dom. I guess you didn't guess that by now. Oh, my pussy was so stinky, it was a uh, stinker. Ah. Hello, Jesse May, Dom. Oh, say, can you see my cock up a tree? You know, you think there's a point in life where you grow up. Anyway, hope you're well, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. more than this. I did it my way. What is a man? What has
0: he got? Himself- Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death